Welcome, friends, to the Thrive of Peace show where we celebrate living the learning lifestyle. I am your host, Dr. Troy Roddy, and in this episode, we're talking feedback. Feedback is the topic of conversation today on the Thrive of Peace show. This is Dr. Troy Roddy, your host. And, you know, feedback is an incredibly important part of supporting people who are trying to learn. And some feedback is very immediate and doesn't really need an outside source. You get the feedback, you get, um, you get correction just by the nature of what you're doing. So, for example, I don't know about you, but, um, you know, I remember when I first picked up a guitar and I was trying to teach myself some guitar chords and I had no knowledge of how to play guitar. And so I was online and I was looking at finger placement and strumming and the feedback was immediate. I mean, I knew exactly when the chord was not being made correctly because you can hear it. And I didn't need a coach telling me this is wrong, right? You could feel the chord, uh, you could hear the chord, you could feel the strings on your fingers and it was a very immediate source of feedback. And it allowed me to take that feedback, take the, the incorrect placement, and try again, and adjust, and adjust, and adjust. So there's that kind of feedback that I think is very important. It's the immediate feedback you get when you're doing something and you know right away, this is not right. However, not all feedback is immediate. Some of it comes from an outside source, such as a coach or a teacher. And in those types of situations, your performance is being observed or recorded and reviewed. And then upon finishing your performance, this outside source, whether it's a coach or a teacher or a parent or a colleague or a peer, um, they provide you with information that informs you about the quality of whatever it is that you're doing. Now, it's the second type of feedback that we're going to talk about today and more specifically how that second type of feedback can be useful because not all feedback is really useful to the person who's trying to learn. Uh, and by, by not being useful, what I mean is it's, it's sort of incomplete feedback. So, if all you ever get from your outside uh, feedback provider is everything you're doing really well, but they don't talk at all or give you any insight into what you can improve, that, in, that is incomplete feedback and isn't nearly as useful. The other is someone who only focuses on what you need to improve and they're just telling you one thing after another, this doesn't go well, that doesn't go well, you need to do this, you need to do that better. Again. Um, that's not exactly the most useful type of feedback. So instead, today, we're going to talk about some qualities of useful feedback that you can give if you're in the position of being the pr feedback provider or what you're looking for in terms of receiving feedback if you're the learner. And you can look for these things, and if you're not getting them, you can ask your feedback provider for the missing pieces and that way you get more useful feedback. 
So we're talking feedback today on the Thriver Peace Show with Dr. Troy Roddy. Before we jump into these qualities of useful feedback, I just want to give a big thank you to all the listeners out there. This is episode eight of our show, and I've been very pleased uh, with the responses so far. Um, and I would encourage all of you, join us, join the Thrive Bee community. You can join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash You can check out our blog. My blog is thriveapblog.blogspot.com, where it is, I try to update as, as frequently as I can with good information about living the learning lifestyle. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Troy Roddy. That's at D-R-T-R-O-Y-R-O-D-D-Y. Of course, I would encourage all of you to, to, to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. You can find us on iTunes and Google Music uh, Play Music Store. And finally, if you have any feedback or questions, comments, uh, suggestions, or maybe you'd like to be on the show, uh, shoot me an email. My email address is troy.roddy.phd at gmail.com. When we get back, we're going to jump into some of the qualities of useful feedback. You are listening to the Thrive of Peace show. I am your host, Dr. Troy Roddy, and I'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back, my friends, to the Thrive of Peace show. Today we are talking about feedback, and more specifically, the useful feedback that a learner needs to improve their learning lifestyle. And in this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about the difference between uh, viewing the results of your work and reviewing feedback um, and doing so as a window and as a mirror, the two different ways of looking at the results we get and getting feedback. And again, one of them as a window and other as a mirror. So let's examine the window sort of analogy. So when you're examining your results as a window, what I mean is simply taking a look at your results and determining if you like what you see. It's kind of like window shopping. You walk by, you take a look in. Do I like what I see? Do I not like what I see? If you're satisfied with your results, if you like what you see, then fantastic. Move on. There's no need to, to do a whole lot more. You can be uh, satisfied with that and you can move on. However, if you don't like what you see, if the results are not what you were hoping to get, you're not satisfied, then you need to, need to take a look at how you got those results. You want to examine your process. So rather than using your results as a statement about your value or your worth, like I'm an awful person because things didn't work out, or I'm terrible at this because I didn't do as well as I thought, um, what you want to do is sort of put up that, that, that wall so that you're looking at the results that they're separate from you as a person. It's a window. You're looking at it as if it's a window. Do you like it? Do you not like it? And so... Uh, you know, one way you can do this, and it's fairly simple, and it's a good way to reframe your thinking, is to add uh, a yet to the statement about your results. So, for example, um, you might say to yourself, you know, I didn't do well on this test because I'm not strong at math, or I'm not a strong math student. Um, and that would be a value statement. You want to avoid the value statements when you're looking at your results as a window. Instead, you want to add the yet part to it. And you say, I did not do well because I am not a strong math student yet. And so that way you're leaving open the possibility that your 
that an adjustment in how you go about learning can certainly uh, bear better results down the road. And that type of, that piece of your feedback is important, the examination of your results as a window. When you look at things as a mirror, it's a little bit different. You, this is where you wanna take a look at your process. So you've looked at your results as a window, now you wanna look at your process and you wanna look at it as a mirror. By that I mean it's a reflection. You wanna do an examination and a reflection on the details of your process. And by examining and adjusting your process, you're gonna be more likely to see improved results than by fixating on the results alone. So the specific pieces that you may wanna explore, things like how much time did you spend? How much effort did you make? You know, if you spent too little time, you may have sacrificed quality for completion and thus not receive the results that you were hoping to get. And if your effort wasn't as strong as, as you needed it to be, um, you know, do you have a motivational challenge? Um, are you putting your effort into the wrong place? Maybe you were spending a lot of time working on one aspect of, of your task when you should have been spending it on a different one. And so that can create confusion and have an effect on your, on your results. And we talk a lot about that in episode seven, so I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode seven of the Thriverpy Show, because we do a lot more uh, digging into the concept of process over product. So those are our first two pieces of useful feedback. One is looking at your results through a window, and then looking at your process as if it's a mirror, using the mirror technique on your process. We're gonna continue with some more tips on how to give and receive useful feedback. You are listening to The Thriverpy Show, and I'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back, friends. You're listening to The Thriverpy Show with Dr. Troy Roddy, and today we are talking about feedback. And so far, we've dove into the topic of useful feedback, and whether you are giving feedback or receiving feedback, here are in this episode, we're talking about some of the qualities that should be present uh, when you get or receive that useful feedback. And uh, in the last segment, we talked about looking at your results uh, through uh, as a window and your process as a mirror. And in this segment, we're going to talk about three other qualities of useful feedback that you should be looking out for. Again, whether you're giving the feedback or receiving it. You should be mindful of these things and be listening to see if they're present. And the first of these final three characteristics is, are you being told what you are doing well? And so, for example, you uh, write an essay and your teacher returns the paper to you. And what you want to look for for useful feedback are indicators of strengths, things that you have done well. And so where has the teacher pointed out that um, there are aspects of your writing that are really positive, that show some growth and improvement, so that you, know, you have examples, real clear examples, of, of good quality work, good quality learning. So that is an important part. Do you get feedback that includes the, the parts that you do well? What do I do well? The next sort of characteristic that sort of goes along with that is where are the areas for future growth? And so this is probably the most 
um, common type of feedback that someone may receive because they will tell you, here's what you need to improve. And uh, of course, that's useful, right? Because you want to grow. So if you're trying to learn, you know, what are the areas I have to improve upon? And so when we talk about what are the specific areas for future growth, what are the things you still need to address and work on, that is probably the most common thing people hear when they get feedback. But it should be coupled with the things that you're doing well. Here's what you do well. Here are the things that you need to continue to work on that have room for greater improvement. And then the third part uh, that needs to be included there are sp strategies and tips for how to make that growth. And so again, it's not as simple as saying, here's, here's your work, you do this really well, you can improve that and leave it at that. The next part that needs to be included is, and here's how you can make those improvements. Sort of a side note to that, if you are the giver of feedback and you're in a coaching or teaching position, you should probably also add a piece about, and here's how I can help you with that. And so these are three characteristics of useful feedback that you should be looking for, whether you're giving or receiving the feedback. You know, what do you do well? What can you improve upon? And how can you make those improvements? What, what sort of strategies can you start using that address those specific challenges? You're listening to The Thrive Up Show, where we're talking about feedback today. I'm Dr. Troy Roddy, and we're going to wrap this episode up in just a moment. Welcome back, my friends, to The Thrive of Peace Show. I am Dr. Troy Roddy, where we are celebrating living the learning lifestyle. And, you know, the mission of The Thrive of Peace Show and of Thrive of Peace in particular is to create knowledge and to bring a little bit more joy into the world. And you can join us, you can join that community by visiting our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Thrive of Peace. You can do so by checking out our blog, thriveapblog.blogspot.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Troy Roddy. That's at D-R-T-R-O-Y-R-O-D-D-Y. I would also strongly encourage you to please don't miss an episode of the Thriveapy Show. Go ahead and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes and the Google Music Play Store or the Google Play Music Store. And uh, once you've subscribed and you listen to the show, I would love it if you were kind enough to leave a rating and a review. That way other people may be able to find this content and we can share our wisdom with them. And finally, you know, if you have any questions or suggestions or feedback, or maybe you would like to be on the show, please shoot me an email. My email address is troy.roddy.phd at gmail.com. Well, in this episode of the Thrive of Peace Show, we are talking about feedback and uh, more specifically useful feedback. Traditional feedback uh, centers mostly on just what you're doing wrong. And in, 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 in that situation, there are many aspects of, of how you can help people learn 
that you miss out on if all you do is point out what people are doing wrong. And so in this episode, we've talked about how to provide and how to receive or what to look for when you're receiving useful feedback. And we started with examining your results as a window and then reflecting on your process as a mirror. And then we walked into a situation where we wanted to examine, well, what do I do well? And being given the feedback on the things that you are you have a strength in. Of course, coupled with that, you want feedback on the things that you can grow on and you know, what are the things that I have area for improvement in. And then final piece of that was not just here's what you need to improve, but here's how you can make those improvements. Here are some ideas that you can use to walk down that path to growth. And if you're a teacher or a coach, you may even throw in a little piece about what you specifically can do to help the learner down that path. So feedback, as we said in the very beginning, it's in a very important piece to living the learning lifestyle. If we don't know, you know how we're doing, if we don't know if we're making progress, and if it's not something we can get immediate feedback on, you know, remember back to the very beginning. I hit the wrong chord on the guitar. I can hear it. I can feel it. I don't need anyone to tell me. But sometimes when we're doing something that's unfamiliar or challenging, we need that outside person, that coach or that teacher, to give us the useful feedback we need to continue down that path to growth. Hey, I really appreciate you joining me today. That's going to wrap up this episode of the Thrive Up Show. Like I said before, I hope you join us on our Facebook page. Join that Thrive Up community. Check out the blog, thriveupblog.blogspot.com. And again, if you need to shoot me an email, troy.roddy.phd at gmail.com. Thank you very much for joining us today. Get out there, continue to spread the joy, create some knowledge and live the learning lifestyle, and we'll see you next time.